I'm Aria Schwartz along with Rachel Galligan and welcome to the Windsider show where it's all about the W. This episode we're welcoming someone who has lit up the W this season, making an early and strong case for most improved player. We welcome Natisha Heidemann. show please consider joining our patreon community patreon.com backslash windsider for less than a cup of coffee a month you can directly show support for the hard work we're doing covering the w and don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content at windsider.com that's windsider.com and remember downloading the episode makes our stats look better your listening experience better and allows us to continue to do this important work Honored to welcome to the show someone who is just taking off like a rocket and taking over all the different platforms, Spotify, League Pass, and merchandise. Welcome to the show, Natisha Heidemann. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Hey, we are so happy to have you. Even though I'm from Minneapolis and you're from Green Bay, Wisconsin, we got a little beef, (laughs) but I can't stress enough how cool it is to see another Midwesterner but somebody from Wisconsin make a WNBA team and really succeed. Green Bay is not really known as a basketball mecca. So if you could mm-hmm. share with us how you fell in love with the game and, and just kind of your experiences growing up. Yeah, so just uh, my older brother played basketball. So just being around him all the time uh, really got me involved in the game. And then my parents did a really good job just uh, keeping me involved with sports so I feel like that's how my game had elevated and allowed me to be able to play in the WNBA. Well I would take on uh, you and your brother with me and my brother and me and my sister because you guys would mop the floor with us but I (laughs) if I'm correct correct me if I'm wrong but I do believe you and your brother were both in Israel this WNBA offseason playing what was that like to I mean I don't know if you you guys are probably really busy with your jobs, but did you yeah. have any opportunities to meet up and see each other? What was that like to be uh, an adult and, and, and kind of be in the same place as your brother mm-hmm. playing professionally? Yeah, so he actually stayed 10 minutes away from me. So I seen him like really regularly um, going overseas. You know, it's a challenge just being away from your family and, and friends and just being in a whole different environment and, um, you know, adapting to different cultures. So being able to have a familiar face, my brother, um there with me uh it meant so much and we definitely had a good time so it was fun you know and kind of leading into your career you don't know this but I got a little bit of a problem with you I think I need to settle it right now I used to watch you with the playground way back when everybody listening he played with the Wisconsin playground it's one of the top AAU programs been around for a very long time shout out to money who does a phenomenal job but we recruited playground nonstop. I bet I watched 300 of your AAU games and and tried to recruit you, but clearly that didn't work out. So along with everyone else in the country who was trying to get you on their roster, you obviously end up going to Marquette. You do a phenomenal job there. It was really fun to follow your career. What was it like playing for Carolyn Keeger at that time, who in many ways I think is a phenomenal up and coming head coach? Yeah, so Coach Keys, uh, you know, she is one of the main reasons why I went to Marquette, the whole coaching staff, in fact, uh, just a really, really cool coaching staff, something unique uh, compared to other schools that I visited. Um, 
you know, it's all business on the court, like really push you to be your best self on the court, not only on the court, but off the court as well. But, you know, when you're, when you're off the court, you just uh, build that relationship. Um, and even now, now that I'm uh, no longer obviously at Marquette, graduated and she's no, uh, not at Marquette anymore, head coach at Penn State, we still have like such a good relationship, FaceTime at least once a week. Um, it was just a really, really great experience, uh, everything all around at Marquette. That is so amazing to hear that that relationship continues. I'm always curious about this because so often you hear about players being drawn to schools because of the coaching staff. Does does that ever like start to pull you in different directions where you're like, well, I'm Marquette, I'm a Marquette person, but now she's at Penn, so you know I, I kind of got to support her over there too. <laughs> Does that ever pull pull you to a different school that you show a little support that you probably wouldn't have before? Yeah, definitely for sure. So, um, Coach Keith actually sent me, you know, a little care package of Penn State stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I didn't go there, but you know, my my coach is coaching there now. So, uh, yeah, so I definitely support them. So you have a good reason if you're rocking some Penn State stuff. No, no one at Marquette get too upset. All right. Exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> so talk us through your draft experience. A lot of people might not remember. Uh, you were drafted by Minnesota and traded on draft night. Mm -hmm. And I'm always curious with players who go through that experience, like, you know, further in down your career, is that yeah. something that stays on your mind? Is that a chip on your shoulder? Is that something that you're like, you know what? It's so far in the past. I don't, I, if you didn't bring that up, REA, I wouldn't have even known. Yeah, no, like, it, uh, you know, draft night, yes. Drafted to Minnesota and then five minutes later traded to Connecticut. Um, before it's up on the TV, you literally have no idea what's happening. You don't know if you're going to get drafted. You don't know what number you're going to get drafted. So, you know, just being drafted in general, um, that just was such a blessing to me. And um, getting traded to Connecticut, uh, honestly, it was it was really no big deal to me. I knew that, you know, my wherever I was going to get drafted to or, or, you know, get an opportunity, I was going in with the mindset that uh, I was going to go do my best and try and make a team. And you did it. I mean, you worked your tail off and now you are blowing up, right? Like you're blowing up. You've been in the early talk of being the most improved player. And I always say that it takes like a three to right in that three to five year window is really when a WNBA mm -hmm. player, because the season's so short and because training mm -hmm. camp's so short, it really takes that amount of time to get set. Well, you're definitely set right now. I'm curious in your mind, what you attribute that to. Did you train? this past off season maybe it's just the extended minutes maybe it was your mm -hmm. overseas experience why do you feel that you're playing so well right now oh uh, for me I think it was just like a mindset thing I knew that I was always capable of playing this well and playing good and honestly truthfully I don't even think I'm playing my best yet but like I said I for think... me it was just a mindset that you know I, I, I got to go in and every opportunity I get I got to go get my best I love that type of mentality. Player development is is something that honestly in the W doesn't get enough attention. And mm -hmm. it, it part of it obviously is because of the lack of roster space. But I'm curious mm -hmm. for you, you have this amazing coaching staff in Connecticut. Has there been anybody that you feel like you've personally connected to on the staff that's had a serious impact on your game? Yeah, I would say Coach Chris, um, you know, he's a guards coach and he really takes a lot of time out of his day to watch film with me or or do extra stuff with me. Um, I do a, uh, earlier in the season, you know, before the season started, I was doing a lot of individual work with him. So I feel like um, 
he's really helped me a lot. And uh, for me, I'm definitely a visual learner. And he, you know, he's working hard every day just with the team alone. So for him to put aside extra film for me, um, I think that that's going a long way. And I think that you can definitely see that on the court as well. So. Well, shout out to uh, Coach Chris Cochlanes. I mean, you know, we, we don't, there's so many people behind the scenes, you know, and obviously mm-hmm. Coach Miller's a phenomenal coach. He knows the game as well, if not as well as anyone in the entire country, but phenomenal staff. Shout out to Brandy, a good friend of mine. I love, love yep. Brandy. I love Chris. They, they do a phenomenal job. I really admire just their, their tireless efforts. So I'm not surprised to hear you say that it is Chris. Yeah. He's, exactly, he's a great up and coming young coach. You know, a little bit ago, you mentioned, that mentality. And I want to ask about that because, you know, those six inches between your ears are everything. And and you talked about the confidence. I have to imagine your first year as a rookie, like you said, you're in there, you're just trying to do your best, make a roster. Mm-hmm. Your head is probably spinning. Here we are in year three and you're looking like a vet. You are out here taking shots that you just genuinely don't take unless you have Mm -hmm. deeply rooted confidence, whether that's coming from yourself, whether that's instilled from teammates. Um, How did you make that jump from kind of that year, that that rookie year to where you are Mm -hmm. now, where you're out here truly, I mean, looking like a top player in this league right now? Yeah. Well, my first year, like you said, it was just go do the best you can. You know, you're learning everything, getting everything under your belt. Um, You know, people don't expect too much of you. Um, My second year, I would say, you know, I just missed training camp uh, with COVID and um, I just kind of had a lack of confidence going into the season. Um, uh, C- Coach Kurt Miller has said it too as well, just like a lack of swag. And that's really kind of what I pride myself on is swag. Like that's kind of been my work since college is like play with swag because when I just have that swag, I'm definitely confident in myself. And um, that's what I, that's what I've been doing this year, really focusing on that. And um, one game, um, uh, Dewana had said to me, you know, See, I'm passing the ball to you every time. I'm passing. So, you know, when, when your teammates believe in you, you know, Dewana's one of the best players in WWE. Right, yeah. And she says she's passing you the ball. Uh, You know, like, that just goes to show that, you know, my teammates are believing in me. And um, not only that, but also my coaches and myself. So, I think I think it's just a whole different mindset. That's really the only thing that I can say about this year is my mindset has completely changed. Support for the Windsider Show is brought to you by Manscaped the best in below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your personal space. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, 4.0. Join over 2 million men and women worldwide who have trusted Manscaped. With this exclusive offer, you can get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code WINSIDER20 at manscaped.com. I'm one of the first to try the new Lawnmower 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and detail are next level. Manscaped engineered the ultimate body trimmer by focusing on intelligent, functional, and incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. I now feel confident in safe shaving, and so will you. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths, sizes 1 through 4. And did I mention wireless charging? The new wireless charging system helps the battery length last longer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WINSIDER20 at manscaped.com. And trust me, you won't regret this. Well, I love your swag. It's enjoyable for the fans and for the media members watching. 
I personally think you have the best uh, three-point celly in the game right now, putting them to sleep. <laughs> but your motor, I mean, you exhaust me. I'm training for a marathon, and you exhaust me when I watch you play. How? Where do you get the energy from? Like, are you just on the treadmill 24-7 during that? Like, what are you doing? Are, f- Red Bulls? Like, what? what's your trick? How can I get your energy? Um, honestly, I think I was born with it because, uh, even when I was younger, my parents, like, used to have to chase me around. I just never sat down, never wanted to be still. So, um, I do get tired, though. You know, when you're working hard, you get a little bit tired. But I just, you just gotta, you just gotta find a way to keep going. Um, uh, it's all, the game, the game is only 40 minutes, 45 minutes if you go into overtime, 50 minutes if you go into double overtime. So, you know, it's, it's gonna end. I guess I just, see it that way just keep going until until the buzzer sounds I think it's phenomenal like coaches love talking about motor all the time and and like just the energy that you bring they're different things but to any young player out here listening right now if you if you have aspirations of playing at the next level whatever that might be you need to study her game Heidemann's game because the motor and the energy that she plays with on both ends of the floor whether a shot is going in or not is how you need to be out there playing because that's what coaches are looking for okay I'm going to get off my soapbox I want to ask about this team um, in in general I I mean it's been fascinating to watch for a few years now the growth and the chemistry of this team obviously you know you the Sun have gone through a bit of adversity you know whether it would be in and, and you know obviously the bubble was a ton of adversity in your mind, what is it about this team that makes it so close? Um, how are you guys able to – I mean, again, you're going to face adversity at some point this season. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not it's not going to be smooth sailing, I don't think, mm-hmm. um, from here on out. But what is it about this team that makes you guys so close? Uh, you know, everybody's just competitors. Uh, we all want to win. And we understand that if we want to win, we have to do it together. So, with that being said, I feel like every night when we go on the floor, you can see that we're together as a unit, and that's really why we're successful. And then our nights when we're unsuccessful, you know, it's really uh, – we most of the time it's our togetherness. We weren't, you know, completely together as a unit and trusting each other. So, I think that is what makes us great and what separates us from other teams is that we really pride ourselves on being a unit and playing together. Well, I'm actually curious, and I didn't even have this in the show notes, but hearing you talk about that, I'm curious if you can kind of take a step back and, you know, last season's start for the Sun versus this season's start for the Sun. Obviously, the record is very different, Mm -hmm. and and your positioning league is a little different. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm curious for you, like, I think it would almost be naive of me to say, like, oh, well, you're hitting more shots, or oh, you're doing this, but like, what? When you look at that, like, what do you think when you look at, you know, what you guys went through last season mm-hmm. and what you're going through this season? Uh, you know, last season the team had uh, made a few changes and uh, had changed kind of drastically. Um, I think we were still just getting to know each other, to be honest, as people um, on the court, our tendencies and, you know, how we would play with each other. And that just took a little bit of time. Um, but this year, you know, playing together last year, um, we have such a good core group now and, and even, uh, you know, added players this year, um, we, we really just gel. And I think that's really the difference from last year to this year, which is why, you know, our record, what, 0-5 last year compared to 5-0 and this year. So I think that's really what it is. Sheesh. Well, next up. 
you have a tough little stretch where you're going to play the Liberty and the Storm, two top teams in the league currently in the standings. What do you think the key is going to be to walk out with that W? Um, you know, it's, it, it's really all about how we adjust in in-game, I think. We always have such a great game plan going in, and if we execute that well, I think, I think we'll be in good shape. Uh, you know, all our coaches have such a great game plan for us. Uh, we just have to go out there and do it. So I think if we execute that, we'll be all right. Underrated, your music is fire. I've been bumping it. I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but like in the, the Twitter world, WNBA followers hate how loud the commercials are on League Pass. So what <laughs> I've gotten really good at is bumping your track right as the, the commercials come. Um, and it's mm-hmm. energized me to not tweet negatively about League Pass. But <laughs> I have two I have two questions. That was a little mean. I shouldn't have said that. I have two <laughs> questions for you. One, can we get Kurt Miller in one of your music videos? Uh, <laughs> and uh-huh. number two, where can people find your music so they can bump your tracks like me? Uh, yeah, so to answer your first question, um, Kurt can only be in my music video if he's wearing one of his unique shirts. Uh, I agree. Yes, I agree. <laughs> bad birdie. <laughs> And uh, two, uh, I have a song on all platforms, and it's called Rocket. So you can stream it on all platforms. It's just I only have one song out, but it's been up for probably like a year now. Um, kind of low key with the music, but I, I do it more more so for fun. So I like it a lot. It's been it's been a great experience doing doing it, and uh, a lot of fun. I definitely was intending the pun of Rocket in our intro when I said that. I you seen that. Ch- <laughs> I, I, I catch it. All right. I, I'm glad you're picking up what I'm putting down. But I am yeah, curious, I like, what what is your inspiration for your music? Because you have an amazing sound. Like, I'm not even just saying that. Like, I genuinely enjoy your music. So I'm curious, like, what inspires you to make it? Uh, I used to write a lot when I was younger, like poems and poetry and stuff. And I think that it was just kind of a way for me to express myself. So when I was in college, one of my teammates did music. And then she kind of introduced me to like that side of it. So I took my writing and I kind of turned it into music. And then I just did little stuff from there. And well, and then on top of this, we got to talk about your clothing line, which I think is yeah. phenomenal. I mean, I couldn't love this anymore. Can you talk about how how this came to be and then also like where where can people go to shop the line yeah so uh yeah i had started a clothing um line probably about six months ago i did a few releases of clothes and um the line was now it was called now not yesterday not tomorrow kind of like focusing on the present uh not you know worrying about the past or looking too far into the future um I'm making a couple of adjustments right now to it just to like clean it up and, and make it something that I really, really love. So right now the website is not up, but I can be sure to update the people when, you know, the 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 real final product and final everything is, is settled and out. Well, and we will make sure we, uh, we, we shout it out and update it as well so our followers can see it too. Perfect. Now, this is the fun part that the fans really love. It's rapid fire, but feel free to take as long as you need to answer these questions. Some of them are tough. Some of them are fun. You be you. Are you ready? Yes. All right. It starts off tough. Who is your WNBA GOAT? 
Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I like Tamika Ketchings. Okay. I like that. Not enough attention, not enough respect that she doesn't get. Uh, what is your go-to pregame song? Oh, definitely my own. Yes. Nice. Love it. I was going to say, I heard, is it true they sometimes play it pregame when you guys are warming up? Yeah, they actually do play one of mine. Not Rocket, though. They play a different one. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. What's your favorite food? Uh, fries. <laughs> just any any fries or like fries. curly fries, wedges? <laughs> just, like, like... just like crispy fries. <laughs> okay. What is your yeah. favorite country to visit for fun? Uh, I really haven't been to too many countries, but Israel was cool. Who is, and this could go back to your Wisconsin playground days, because again, I've watched them all. Who is the toughest player you've ever had to guard? Um, I think Allie Quigley. Ooh, I like it. Okay. Yeah. Why? Why? Oh, she just, um, she just don't stop moving and she, you know, she's lights out. And what about, lights out. Sure. No, I, I mean, I, I'm a huge Allie Quigley fan. I was actually just tweeting about her last night. Yeah. Um, all right, fi- final one we got before we let you go. What advice would you give um, to the to the young Midwestern girl and, you know, trying to trying to ball it up in her driveway, trying to make it to the next level, trying to make it in that career? What advice um, would you give to that that young dreamer who's trying to to get to that professional level to 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 make the yeah. absolute best of themselves? Um, I would actually give two two pieces of advice one would be just never give up and I think that's pretty cliche everybody says that but it's it's really true just never give up and then the second piece of advice I would say is listen to your peers like you know my coach my college coach uh coach Keish was telling me you know you can go to the league if you want to you just gotta gotta believe in yourself and I I feel like that really went a long way with me so just listening to your peers as far as you know if other people believe in you just believe in yourself and obviously let be coachable be coachable be coachable i love it i love it latisha thank you so much for joining us we wish you the absolute best this weekend looking forward to cheering you on aria you got anything else not at all i'm just appreciative to talk to another midwesterner (laughs) perfect (laughs) you have a great rest of your day all right all right thank you you too (laughs) peace do you want to sponsor an episode of the windsider show email info at windsider.com to learn more